RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. So now let's talk about cameras on our inshore fishing fleet here in New Zealand. 23 boats have them now, apparently, and they went live in early August and a further 70 will be installed by the end of the year and up to 300, that's right, 300 by early 2025. Campaigners want to see the entire fleet of about 1,500 vessels covered. Ian Curley-Brown is a fisher from Taranaki, and he joins us on Reality Check Radio. Ian, welcome to our radio station. Thanks for coming on. Uh, yeah, thanks, Paul. Yeah, uh, you can call me Curley if you like. Okay, Curley. Okay, Curley, thanks for coming on. First of all, what's it like being out there on the sea, being a fisher? I've always wondered about that lifestyle. What's it like? Um, well, I don't know. It's um, <laughs> I, it, I've done it my whole life, so I don't know anything different. Um, but it's it's a, it's can be a fairly tough and dangerous sort of job, you know. Um, you know, I mean, I've, I've heard that it's a, you know people in prison get institutionalised. I don't know. Maybe when you become a commercial fisherman for most of your life, you, you know, you don't know anything. You don't know anything um, different. So it's, it's just what I do. You, what, you what must. Have, did before me. You must have seen a bit of nature though in your time. Oh, yeah, oh, I mean, that's one of the big things that's the, yeah, that's one of the biggest positive being a commercial fisherman is, is being out here with nature. You yeah, know, we, we see things that, um, you know, animals, I mean, I saw whales out here today. We see birds around us, you know, I mean, that's, that sort of stuff. Yeah. You know, I just, it's just, I just feel so lucky and privileged to be able to see things like that. And you must have uh, been in some weather. I used to go holidaying as a kid in Taranaki and used to get some, some big uh, weather off, uh, off there. I remember that. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the idea is, is to try not to be out in weather. Yeah, you know, that, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are times you spend at home with the family or other yeah. things. You know, yeah, look out the window. Ideally. Yeah, look out the window yeah. longingly. All right. So yeah, bit, yeah. yeah no, I, I just mentioned the number of boats that uh, are involved now, and the you know the target that campaigners want to see. Can we establish one thing? Is there a need for these cameras? Is there a need? Um, well, <clears throat> I, 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 from my perspective, I don't think there is. I, I, I never really have. But it's, the thing is, is, I suppose we're doing stuff out here that no one can see. So, um, you know, the, and I, I guess with things like this, if people don't know what you're doing, they assume the worst. <clears throat> so there seems to be a, um, you know, the, 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 uh, it seems to be a wish. I'm not sure if it's the New Zealand public or or whether it's fisheries in New Zealand, but but somewhere along the line there, there seems to, to there's, there's a need that's not necessarily with people like myself um, that there needs to be cameras on board, you know. And, I mean, in the industry, possibly there can be some benefits out of it too, but there could be some negative stuff. I think the, the, the issues are the details around a lot of this stuff. Yeah, because it, what it does is it indicates a, a kind of lack of trust. Is that what you feel? Like you're not quite 100% trusted in what um, you do? Yeah, but, 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 but I think that's, um, that's sort of human nature, isn't it? Humans don't trust other humans if you can't see what they're up to. You, you assume the worst. I mean, I think it's a part of human nature, really. Yeah, I, we are perceived, I think, as bad people doing bad things. But you know, I don't think we're any particularly worse than anyone else. I mean, there, there's always been fishermen that have done bad things. But there's, you know, you can apply that to any industry or any establishment. Not everyone in that establishment are, are people that have done things well. You know. Yeah, well, that um, assumes that you know the majority or a vast number are doing bad things, and that's usually not the case. It's usually only one or two sort of bad apples, right? 
Yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, I mean, all will be revealed. I mean, what, what, one of the things I wonder about too is if, if we get cameras on all these vessels and there isn't much to see um, around some, you know, then the question is, is why are these cameras here? And if, if the cameras have to be justified, then there's a there's a lot of technical issues around um, what we do at sea in regards to like, um, so we, we discard fish, and um, there's issues around like um, some fish stocks don't have size limits. But you, you can potentially um, catch like lots and lots of tiny little fish that are that are caught around the mesh of your of, of your um, fishing net, and we've always done it. But they they could actually be quota management. Um, they could actually be fish in the QMS, which in theory means you meant to pluck them out of your net and and keep them and bring them into port because they don't have a size limit. But that's ridiculous. These tiny little fish. Now, usually they just get rolled onto your net, rolled onto your boat, and rolled back off again. And you know, there's a few little fish hanging around, but. See, in fisheries law, potentially every species that's that's part of a quota management system that you, um, if you uh, return it to the sea, it's a four hundred dollar um, fine, I think, per fish. And my, you know, you potentially have hundreds of them in one tow. Right. Well, okay, so, that's a very good point. Number one, very good point. A, yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, but, but you know, like, but to, to spend half a day picking them out with tweezers and putting in the fish bins, um, and, and they're completely unsellable. So. It is an issue, but I guess it's a technicality. But the thing is, is is it going to be a technicality? You know, I mean, so this is where we were at. With, none of this stuff has really been resolved, but the cameras are, are, are coming our way. So, you know, and there's there's, there's lots of um, things. I mean, you can also get, like, crew, I mean, like you, um, who don't have the same buy-in as the, as the skipper or the or the person that owns the boat, owns the fishing permit, um, but it's just a job to them, and it might be a job that he, he's on his last fishing trip, or they don't particularly like it. They might not like the skipper or anything. Yeah. And um, they just do not have the same buy-in as you do when there's um, around fisheries law, and you, you, I mean you have to you have to train these people up. And um, I mean, it, 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 an analogy for it is if like you're exporting apples, or otherwise apples in an apple factory, and the ones with spots go into, into fruit juice, and the ones without spots get exported. If someone Puts the one with spot into the export lot. I mean, they don't. They're not going to. Um, it's, it's not going to be a, a fish an offence, is it? You know, it's just it's just poor um, quality. But yeah, well, it's human but, error. Human error. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, wait, there's no room for error, human error of us. You know, if if, if, if someone does something wrong, yeah, you know, potentially we're in the yeah you know, we're in we're in trouble. Well, and of course, um, of course, that's happened over the years. It, it, it's just you know, people are tired, you know, working yeah. long hours. You know, some people, like I say, have got less vested interest. The skipper's up in the wheelhouse, doesn't know what the crew's doing. So you know, I, I, I'm at, uh, you know, I, I, I'm at the um, the behaviour of my crew and how motivated they are, and this, you know, so that's another issue. You know, I mean, and surveillance itself. I mean, who particularly wants that? You know, yeah. Well, MPI is saying I've got here that inshore vessels that fish close to shore pose a significant risk to protected species. Do they? Do they pose a significant risk? Do they? Um, well, I, I mean, I'm not sure what protected species they're referring to. I mean, if it's like, um, I mean, like, for example, the Maui Dolphin, I, I, I mean, so there, there was the proof of concept cameras, which I was involved with, and, and, and I, I had um, cameras on my fishing vessel for Two and a half years, um, and and the idea was that was to um, to, to potentially catch us, um, you know, catching Maui dolphin. I've been fishing for forty years. Not only have I never caught one, but I've never even seen one. So, but you could have you told know, them um, that you could have told them that, but they don't believe you, do they? 
No, well, I have told them that. I, yeah. I mean, I've, I've said that many times. Yeah, but they, they no, obviously... No, people don't believe it. Yeah, they... they I, I mean, I was, yeah. On the, I was on the working group around um, Maui and Hector's Dolphins. I was there in the room with lots of people, um, scientists and, 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 and research people and all that. And, I mean, I told all them that, that I've never seen one, you know. Yeah, what, what do you make of scientists and research people? You don't have to answer that. Oh no! No, I happily answer it. They're amazing human beings, actually. You know, um, okay. you know, uh, yeah. You know, like, um, I mean, you know, we're all in our own little worlds and all that. But um, some of the stuff they can do, um, statistical mathematics and stuff around stock assessment and all that, I find quite amazing, actually. Okay, I, you know, uh, fair enough. Yeah. All right. So, but, but then again, but sorry, but then again, there are sort of like ecological type scientists and all that coming at it from a different angle, and. Um, you know, I mean, the, uh, they've got a completely different, you know, angle on the on the, on the same subject, and um, really, they're they're about protecting a species that they're madly in love with, and they and, and that comes at at, at at all costs, or all all other things, I suppose. Well, they usually that, don't like cap- they, they usually not a fan of capitalism. Curly is the other thing. Just saying. Uh, uh, yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. so these cameras that are going to be put on, I understand that uh, AI is part of it, artificial intelligence. So. Um, they'll be able to, through AI, identify a lot of things, a species of fish, um, obviously faces. Um, it'll surely have facial recognition. Uh, I mean, this is a real imposition on privacy, potentially. Um, is that how you feel? I would. Um, well, yeah, there's the issue with privacy. Um, we've been told that our faces are going to be blurred out for, you know, well, that's worth it. I mean, they, they know who's on the vessel. Well, how do they blur but, out? Um, the, sorry, blur, blurred out in real time or in archived I'm not, footage? I'm not sure. I, I wouldn't know. I, I don't know. I don't know the detail on that. You know, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. well, that's a bit of a year, right, at the moment, but okay. Oh, definitely. Yeah, along with a lot of other things, yeah. Yeah, so they they will be able to, what, look in real time at what's going on or is it archived and they look at it later? How does it work? Um, I think it goes straight up to the cloud. So um, I think they might see it in real time, yeah. So they can sit there watching you go about your daily business, basically, whenever they want. Sorry? They can go about watching your daily business whenever they want. I, I think so. Um, whether it's in real time or not, I'm not sure. I should know that. I'm sorry, I can't answer that. But, yep. but you, you know, Paul, there's a, there's a, this is something that I've said. You know, like um, if, if we ask the New Zealand public whether they think that we should have cameras on 300 fishing vessels, or perhaps 300 um, maybe um, convicted drug dealers, or say convicted pedophiles, and um, what would the New Zealand public um, wish um, that, that, um, to be surveilled? And if it was, if, and if it was, if the New Zealand public thought it was commercial fishermen, it doesn't say much about our social status, does it? No, well, I don't think that that single you out, quite frankly, in in that um, in what you've just said, you wouldn't be the singled out uh, bunch. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. So I would say that there's, I would say there's lots of areas in New Zealand that probably should have surveillance prior to us, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. Well, again, it comes down to the first question I asked you: Is there actually a problem here? Because you can use a problem to drive something like this, which is all-encompassing surveillance, basically, um, for other motives using that. So I'm always suspicious and cynical these days. You know, people, especially bureaucrats, want to stick their nose into everybody's business these days. And I'm just, do you, do you think it's there's a bit of that? Um yeah, possibly. Um, all I can say is, um, I, I was I, I, for two and a half years, I was involved in the proof concept um, 
camera um, thing. I, I had nothing to hide. Um, I mean, I, I actually sort of forgot about them, really. But um, I, I can't speak for every commercial fisherman in every situation they're in. Um, you know, so I, I'm not sure. Um, I mean, I, I, I manage with, with them all right, you know. So, so from my point of view, there isn't it. Certainly, uh, uh, I had nothing to hide, you know, no. and I still don't. Yeah, but that's but, the old. Um, that's the yeah, old. I, I can't speak for everybody. That's you know, the old. Um, I, I, that that's the old totalitarian argument. If you've got nothing to hide, you've got nothing to be afraid of. We've heard that one before. Okay, did they have <laughs> AI on the trial one that you were involved? No, in? no, they didn't. No, they didn't. But I mean, uh, they could. Uh, you know, they could um, see everything it is. You know, so th- this stuff is a lot more invasive. I, you know, I understand. You know. Um, it's, it, you know, obviously like it's AI, it's, um, yeah, it, they're going to be able to see things a lot clearer than what they have in the past, you know. Yeah, so, and, and do they tell yeah. you what happens with the data? Because, you know, data is not fully secure. That's another thing. Um, uh, yeah, well, it's meant to be secure. I mean, I, I don't really know. Um, again, that's an area I'm not sure on. Um, I, I don't know whether people can, can get the footage under the um, Official Information Act. Um, Apparently, they've, they've talked to the industry around um, the security, and they're telling us it's all good, but they would. Yeah, of course, um, they, of course they would. I'm not yeah. sure on the detail of that either. Uh, you know, I, I, I haven't. I probably should have looked into that as much detail as I possibly should have. What is the um, the shore based part of the industry saying about this then, Curly? Um, well, there's, you know, there's. I mean. So I think our industry, we're happy to embrace this stuff. Um, so this is certainly what, you know, comes from, like, people within our industry, um, you know, like the like CP New Zealand or, or um, the Federation of Commercial Fishermen. You know, I mean, sometimes things like this are an opportunity, particularly if they haven't got anything particular to hide. But, um, so, but, but we needed to work around some things like discards and all the little issues that, 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 that people like me are, are really worried and concerned about. Um, but you know, like uh, in a sense, MPI have just picked the ball up and run with it, and um, and really there hasn't been much discussion around some of the details, and 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 um, this is what what, what we're um, you know, pretty concerned about. You know, um, Paul, there's something in um, in fisheries law which is different from common law. In common law, you're assumed you're presumed to be innocent until until proven guilty, but because um, in fisheries law, because we're operating sort of over the horizon, it's very hard for us to be um, detected doing anything wrong. It's one of the reasons why any penalties we have are really draconian and quite serious. You know, you can have your vessel confiscated off you, be fined up to hundred thousand dollars. If you own quota, they can take that off you. And really the reason for that is because of a, a, a lack of insight. But if we get this kind of level of insight, we're also tracked in real time now with um, electronic monitoring. We have to record our catch in, in that sort of like, you know, within hours of catching it. So there is a lot more um, surveillance and, um, you know, more real time um, evidence of, of what we're up to. Um, but but we but we we uh, if, if, if we're assumed to have done um, a, an offence under the Fisheries Act, the onus is on us to prove our, our innocence rather than like common law. And um, you know, and, and but I would have hoped with these cameras that possibly that could change. You know, I mean, I mean that would be something. You know, it'd be nice if, if with these cameras things come out of these cameras that are actually, um, you know. Good right. for us or positive for us, and perhaps with, with this level of of, of um, surveillance, perhaps we could be treated more like common law. We're, we're innocent until pre- proven guilty, rather than actually the, the onus is on our, us now. If there's a potential fisheries act um, offence in the fisheries act, it's up to us to prove our innocence. Well, that's a very good point you make. Very good point. Um, okay, so the attitude of MPI, you you're kind of indicating they're sort of steamrolling ahead maybe not much consultation, made up their minds already 
Uh, what has the, in, in your view, the attitude of MPI been um, when it comes to all of this? Yeah, well, I mean, firstly, there was consultation, but you know, like consultations, you make submissions and they read, it, you know, they they, they they read them, but they can do what they like with them. I mean, just because you might put something in a in a submission <laughs> doesn't mean that it's going to happen for you. You know, life ain't like that. So they've got they've had there has been a consultation process, um, but but that really doesn't give us much power. Um, well, um, but um, NPI have been unreasonable with us about this stuff. Really, um, there is a lot of concern. I know there's a lot of um, fishermen that are not very happy about this, and I, I believe there's some fishermen in New Zealand who just are just going to refuse to put um, to have cameras on the vessels. They're going to walk away. Is my understanding in, in some areas in New Zealand, but um, uh, yeah. So what we had when, when we had the electronic um, reporting, that um, MPI did work with us a bit, and 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 you know, like it's quite a complex system. And when we made errors, um, they they were sort of helpful with us and getting us all in line. But then after a couple of years, they said, "Look, you guys have had enough time with this stuff. You make errors now." You're, you know, um, the, 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 the sort of honeymoon period is over and, and, and now you're liable for prosecution, etc. And I imagine this is what will happen with the cameras as well. Initially, they might not be so hard on us, but once it's all entrenched and in and um, if, if they need to get value for money out of these things, they're not cheap. And um, well, So you think they might recover yeah. costs through fines and compliance? Well, I'm not sure. I mean, but but well, I mean, the industry is going to partially initially. The industry is partially paying for it, and but ultimately, the the, the, the industry is going to um, have full cover the full cost. And therein lies another issue, because they're actually going to levy quota owners, not not fishers themselves. Fishers fishers themselves can't afford to pay for the cost of, of these camera systems. So it's my understanding that it's going to be the um, the, the, the people who are going to be paying. For the camera system, ultimately, was, uh, you know, after the phase in, is the fishing industry, and it's going to be done by levying quota owners. So 90% or something of the quota is owned by five large fishing entities in New Zealand. So if you get a situation where you get a lot of small owner operators, and, and, and I don't know if this is the case either, but, um, but some of the smaller entities that are probably not much value to some of these larger businesses, um, there might be an incentive perhaps to not have these little operators working for them because, um, you know, they're not really worth the, um, the effort. It's, it's a sort of part-time or seasonal or something like that. I mean, I don't know. That's, a, that's another issue that people on the water will, um, wonder about, worry about, you know. Yeah. So the, the, the thing is, is like, um, it's, 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 again, it's sort of the small owner-operator in regional New Zealand that are under the gun the most of, most of these things. We're, we're the people that are most vulnerable. To, to, to this sort of thing, it's um, not so much you know large fishing entities with um, you know with, um, uh, with with investment in the industry in lots of different places, not just the inshore. They might be deep sea or you know aquaculture or something like that. Some of these large fishing entities, but you, you get a, a little small owner operator on a little boat out of a regional port in New Zealand, that, that, you know, with one fishing method or something catching you know yeah, um, people like this are a lot more vulnerable. Oh, so you know, and, and, and we're, we're the first people to, you know, to go out of business or struggle to make a living. And it's, it's, of course, it's not just cameras. Cameras is one of many things, you know. Yeah, smash the small guy, eh? That seems to be the way these days. Smash the uh, small business. Well, okay. it's, you're more vulnerable when you're small, aren't you? You know, it's like yeah, but you know, you business. need to you need to look after your small business people. Actually, well, well, 
Yeah, well, well, I think so. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the innovation. I mean, a lot of the innovation and um, in industry happened at that, low, at that small scale because they're often the people that have got to think the hardest to stay, stay alive. And there's absolutely no doubt, doubt about it that within small operators in New Zealand, there's a hell of a lot of um, you know people trying, experimenting with fishing methods and stuff, and just and, and coming up with stuff. But um, and that's often where a lot, a lot of innovation actually occurs. Um, the the big fishing companies then, just a curious question, would they like to see a lot of the smaller operators taken out? Uh, I don't think so, no. Okay, so no, that, would, mean, that like would be an, an unintended consequence. Well, I, I mean, I, I'm not, I just raised the point, you know, I mean, if you had a, if you had a, a, a small um, operator, you know, who maybe fished seasonally and had to have cameras on his vessel, and, yeah, you know, I'm just proposing this, I'm not saying this will happen, but you know, if the cost of the camera sort of outweighed the value of this fish, then a, and, and he gets his quota from a large fishing entity, perhaps I'd say, look, mate, yeah, we don't not need worth it. it. Not I mean, worth I, I, it. I, yeah. I, but, but 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 I'm not saying that's the case. You know, but no, no, but but it's it's, it's, lo- it's logical to consider that. I think it's logical to consider that. Yeah. Might not be yeah. the case, but it could be a consequence. All right. Is there yeah, anything absolutely. we've missed? Anything we've missed, Curly? Or is that? Uh... Oh, there's, oh, there's bound to be. But you know, we've got to stop sometime. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you'll be out on the um, on the uh, sea again very soon, I would imagine. Um, oh, I'm out. I'm at I'm at I'm at sea at the moment. Oh, okay. Boy, that's that, yeah. that's pretty cool. Okay. Well, thanks for coming on our radio station and explaining that, Ian. Ian Curly Brown. Have you got the cameras on there now? Uh, the, 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 the hand, I just I can reach across and switch them on right now if I wanted to. They're within a couple of feet of me, but I won't bother. I don't need to. Where I'm fishing at the moment, it's not required. Um, okay. But you know. Yeah. So, oh, well, make sure you're, you're looking your best when for the AI when the time <laughs> comes. You know, we want yeah, you to, yeah. to, to wear nice okay. clothes and uh, nice high visibility, and make sure your hair's combed. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll do that. Yeah, you got to yeah. look your best, mate. All right. Thanks for talking to us, and all the best. Yeah, no problem, Paul. Thank you. Okay. RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio.